again word lovers and today it's time for another slice of pie but taking a step back somewhat because so far in the series I've been misleading you taking you down routes as if we can just walk down an avenue and arrive at this magical proto-indo-european language I will continue to mislead you as it's great fun but today I just want to show you that it's not as simple as all that and I'll do this by looking at two of my favourite root words so that we can see the possible errors that can be made when we're tracing a word's history. My first one is not even an English word, it's Medina. Medina would appear in some dictionaries. It's obviously an Arabic word, meaning the centre of the city, walled enclosure. The point being that it's a collection of phonemes and I, I thought this was uh, directly from Pi but having investigated here we are and this gives you some example of, of what happens if you can't read it on the screen we've got some Arabic we've got some Persian in the original script we've got derivation we've got denominal so there is always going to be some jargon denominal means derived from a noun and despite sounding ancient the first use we know of is 1959, so it's a new word, part of the etymologist's armoury. Now, the second part of this is interesting as well. How do we surmise where words came from? Well, the point here is, as it says, original Arabs did not dwell in cities, whereas the Aramaeans long did. The Arabic can be assumed to be a borrowing from Aramaic back to classical Syriac, and who knows where it stops. Today it stops there because we're going to move on to the next word, cannabis. It's always nice to find clearly related words that you never knew were related. Cannabis is related to canvas because canvases were made of hemp. This is pretty much established connection. It seems obvious. So let's go back to this cannabis. And let's um, see where it comes from. The Greeks used the word cannabis, meaning cannabis. This seems to have come from a Scythian or Thracian word and is traced back to Sanskrit, sana, banga. Bang, of course, is still used as a word for cannabis in a lot of countries. Here's an alternative. Cannabis came from the Arabic kunab, came from the Syriac knapa, came from the Hebrew panag, we get banga again in Sanskrit and Persian, and here they explained that in Hebrew only the consonants form the basis of a word, which is why I chose midn and kanab, because these seem to be consonant clusters which can change according to which vowels you put in them, where they're accented, and a lot of languages work like that. Modern Arabic, for example, doesn't write the vowels. The, the beginners, I believe, are guided with a series of dots. And then when you know um, what a word is from its context, you can happily read Arabic with no vowels. Chinese is almost the opposite. One pictogram indicates the idea, for example, of a month Famously, it is claimed, um, cannabis is mentioned in the Bible. Kennebosom is 
is recommended by Ezekiel 27.17. They note a shift of P to B, which is also quite common. You'll see kenep as a word for cannabis in some countries and cultures. Exodus 30, God tells us, well, he tells Moses to make an oil, including cannabism. However, you'll be getting used to this now. This is disputed etymology. It could equally refer, apparently, to lemongrass, calamus, or sweet cane. That's where my knowledge ends. And I, I you know, pie is a vast subject. I'm just a, an amateur enthusiast. But let me draw your attention to some things that interest me about it. Here is a list, for example, of the common vocabulary groups. You can see very expected parts of the body. Um, kinship is the first one. Brother, father, mother. Then we get animals, agriculture, mental functions, directions, etc. I'd like to focus on the numbers part to begin with. My way into this is often to ask a student if they happen to know um, 1 to 10 in Hindi, which is ekdotin chapanche sabhapnau das, if I remember right. But just listening to that, you can hear things. You, if you're Italian, you can hear your one, two, three, as you would in Spanish. Even in um, Scandinavian languages, English, ekdotin, indotin, as far as Welsh. But when you get down it, you get to sharpanch chart. Then you, you've got chitiria piatshust in um, Russian, and obviously Slavic languages will be very similar. Sephapnaudas, September, October, November, December, 7, 8, 9, 10. There seem to be clear roots there. However, Hindi is not Sanskrit, and Sanskrit is not Pi. We go back further, and we'll find um, in the numbers. Let's just go with the number one. Oinos, great, bingo. But wait, what's this? There's another word, sem. Of course, different words for numbers could be different concepts or they could be different dialects, as we found in England with Yantantetra, the old shepherd's counting system, which you can even see that's based on one, two, three, can't you? Yantantetra. Bumfit is a different matter. Sem. Oh, but sem is the same, isn't it? Can it really be the same word that's just kept its meaning or, and almost its pronunciation all the way through time? Dwar seems to be two. Penk is a nice one. Penk is five. That's closer to the piats of the Slavic languages, obviously. Penki in Lithuanian, it informs me. And then some less interesting numbers. I'm not going to be here all day. The, other, the only other thing I wanted to look at is, is the section labelled basic adjectives, where, uh, of course, you get tall, short, big, small. I would have imagined lots of colour adjectives, but the only one we find here is red. So there's a story behind that as well. When the strange coloured dress appeared on social media, people couldn't decide whether it was blue or gold or black or brown. This sparked um, an interest in knowing how people see colours and where our colour words come from. Red, unsurprisingly, is the first colour word mentioned in literature. 
And as I remember it, if we discount black and white, whose interesting etymology we'll look at another day, yellow would be the next colour. And heavens, that's also interesting, so maybe we'll do colours very shortly. But there it is for your entertainment and delight. Uh, oh, look, you're going to get ruddy from that, aren't you? Ruber it goes to. Rutros. Uh, that's the point of this. I just want you to see some of the real inner workings of this. I'm no expert, but I do find it fascinating.